This is KYUK, public radio for the Yukon-Kuskokwim Delta. I'm Francisco Martinez-Cuello. At this week's Board of Fisheries meeting, a controversial Alaska Peninsula salmon fishery is at the center of a debate on how to protect the record-low Yukon River chum salmon runs. KDLG's Izzy Ross reports. The Area M fishery around the Alaska Peninsula and Aleutian Islands is a mixed stock fishery targeting salmon far from their home rivers. The proposal would reduce commercial fishing time there in an attempt to let more chum salmon return to western Alaska spawning grounds. Some of the testimony at the Board of Fisheries meeting was emotional. Michelle Quillen of Hughes says they can't rely on commercial industry to regulate itself. She called the decline in salmon runs on the Yukon cultural genocide of Alaska Native people. A lot of change needs to happen, but here we only ask that you pass Prop 140 and limit the time Area M has their gear in the water because that is the only thing that will work. Area M has become a focal point in an increasingly urgent debate around how to address declining salmon returns to rivers across western Alaska. This proposal would resurrect a management plan that was in place in the early 2000s, restricting fishing time in a June fishery that also makes up a significant chunk of Area M's monetary value. Fisheries biologist Daniel Schindler says the proposal is reasonable because it provides windows of time for fish to swim through without being caught. He says that the state's most recent genetic study shows Area M is harvesting around 5% of the chum swimming to western Alaska rivers. That may not seem like a lot, but it could make a big difference for weak runs. It sounds like hyperbole, but when the, when the stalks are on the ropes, every fish does count a heck of a lot more than it does when the populations are at high abundance. In the case of AYK chum stalks right now, it's very obvious to everyone in this room, but those stocks are very depressed abundances. Meanwhile, people along the Yukon River haven't been able to subsistence fish for chum for years. They also say any additional conservation efforts will help. Many who support the proposal say they haven't been able to get enough fish to feed their communities or pass down traditions. Some also point to the state's subsistence priority and say that the proposal will help share the burden of conservation. What can I say that you already haven't heard? Probably not much. Teresa Clark is a Loudoun tribal member and works for the Yukon River Intertribal Watershed Council, which includes 57 tribes. She says their subsistence needs are not being met, and smokehouses have been empty for years. Like the commercial fishers that fish southwest Alaska and the Aleutians, We also want to maintain our lifestyle and pass on the ways of our life and livelihood to our youth. We cannot teach our youth to preserve salmon anymore as we cannot fish for salmon. Our fish camps are not being used as we have not fished. Climate change is also a focus. At the start of the meeting, state ecologist Katie Howard presented data on how recent chum crashes correlate with warming waters in the Bering Sea and North Pacific. Howard says the fish were not getting enough nutrients because their primary food sources had declined. They were experiencing extraordinary heat waves during their first summer at sea, so so in these regions, um, and those that survived to winter then were hit with a heat wave in the North Pacific Ocean. So they just couldn't escape it during their first year at sea. 
Some Area M fishermen say reducing fishing time won't significantly help chum salmon runs and ask the board to maintain the status quo. Nadine Kuchutin is from False Pass and King Cove. She says the restrictions would harm communities along the southern Alaska Peninsula. The constant attack on our fishery and our right to continue fishing in Area M threatens our way of life, which is ultimately a subsistence way of life. We shouldn't have to constantly defend our right to participate in our Area M commercial fishery. Salmon are a shared resource in Alaska. Commercial fisherman Jared Danielson says the proposal to cut Area M fishing time would harm them more than it would help the chum runs. The low harvest rates in Area M are of low significance to the AYK chum salmon swimming through the Gulf of Alaska. The evidence by fishing game earlier in this meeting points to our ocean being on empty not Area M. The Board of Fish meeting was originally set to end on Saturday, but will likely run two days longer than scheduled. The Board will have to decide on this and other proposals before the end of the meeting. In Dillingham, I'm Izzy Ross. By 2050, ships traveling through the Arctic's Northwest Passage may not need an icebreaker to escort them for the journey. In the first in a continuing series on how increasing marine traffic could impact Alaska's coastal communities, Emily Schwing has this story from Nome, where residents are wondering whether a new port will help or hinder efforts to address chronic social problems. Lunch service wraps up around 3 o'clock at Pingo Bakery and Seafood House in Nome. It's a tiny spot with seating for 12. Owner Erica Prismont puzzles over something she spotted on the restaurant's back porch. First I couldn't tell where it went, but then I was like... <sighs> It is a little grasshopper. Prismont has never seen a grasshopper in Nome. She's lived here for 20 years. Oh, it just kind of gives me the creeps a little bit. Why? A bug that nobody sees here is here. Like, it doesn't belong. I'm here to talk with Prismont about what the expansion of Nome's port could mean for her local business. But at this moment, we're puzzling over this rare grasshopper held captive in a mason jar, and the irony isn't lost on either of us. Well, it's interesting because um, sometimes the cruise ship visitors, they just sort of come to the threshold and peer in like like you were some sort of a curiosity or uh, almost like you're on exhibit. Expanding the port means larger cruise ships could come through Nome and in larger numbers. Historically, we received between four and five cruise ships a year. Lucas Stotts is Nome's harbor master. He saw nine cruise ships pass through Nome this summer, fewer than he expected due to ongoing concerns about the coronavirus pandemic and conflict between Russia and Ukraine. We were going to have 24. That is massive growth by itself. And that industry isn't basing that growth on our facility. That was happening well before any expansion was ever slated. As the climate warms and sea ice along the northernmost coast of North America dwindles, all kinds of marine traffic from cruise ships to hobby sailboats to large-scale industrial ships is picking up in the icy waters of the Arctic Ocean. According to the Arctic Council, all marine traffic increased by 44 percent through the Northwest Passage between 2013 and 2019. And it's like a highway going right past us. Mm -hmm. Now there is a lot of traffic that currently isn't coming into Nome. That's only because they're too deep draft to come in. Deep draft. It's how far down in the water the bottom of a ship extends. Currently, Nome's Harbor can only accommodate ships that extend just over 20 feet below the surface of the Bering Sea. 
A $250 million infusion of cash from the Biden administration's 2021 infrastructure bill means the basin could be nearly twice that deep in coming years. We feel we're already behind the times Mm -hmm. in terms of what is needed for the region. And by the time this thing is built, I think we'll be behind as well already at that point. Not only has the number of ships in the Northwest Passage increased, the Arctic Council reports ships aren't just passing through, but they're spending more time within the region as well. The number of miles traveled in the Arctic Ocean has tripled in the last decade. Much of the increase has to do with a drastic decline in sea ice. Some people are saying, well, if you build it, they will come. And then some people are saying, well, they're going to come and so then build it, right? Well, um, you know, I, I guess I believe in the first one, build it and they will come. That's Nome's mayor, John Handland. He says a port expansion will decrease the cost of living while simultaneously boosting long-term investment and available jobs. Jobs are one thing Nome needs more of. I'd be blessed to find work. I'm homeless, so I'd be blessed. Daryl Apasengak is from Gamble on St. Lawrence Island. In July, he'd been in Nome looking for work for two months. He had nowhere to live and no money to buy food. Ah, um... Going to the day shelter and the food bank, that or a good Samaritan come by with uh, some food. That's how we're eating, yep. Apasangak is one of at least half a dozen people who regularly sit outside on the sidewalk in front of Nome's City Hall and the mayor's office on sunny summer days. The Bering Straits region is facing a serious housing shortage. The local emergency shelter is often full, especially in the winter. Chronic substance abuse is another social ill the community is fighting to manage. And while there's federal funding for the port expansion, a local funding match is required. So some residents believe the city should address the issues the community already faces before assuming millions of dollars in debt. Mayor Handland doesn't see it that way. You know, if, uh, if, if we build all these other resources um, first because we think we need it, you know, it's all on speculation. And uh, haven't, haven't been successful going to my bank and, and uh, uh, you know, get, getting a loan for something that's purely speculative. But Nome's modern history is built on speculation. More than a century ago, people flocked here making bets that a gold discovery would make them rich. Now city leadership is betting on climate change to move their community forward. Reporting in Nome, I'm Emily Schwing. This ongoing series is made possible through a grant from the Climate Justice Resilience Fund. This is KYUK News. I'm Francisco martinez Cuello. Kuyana for listening. Please share your news tips, comments, or suggestions. You can email us at news at kyuk.org or message us on Facebook. And stay tuned for News Yuktun coming up.